Dear Lord above, please let this be the Harland Highway podcast. Yep, your prayers are answered, boys and girls. It is the Harland Highway podcast. Welcome, I'm Harland Williams. You are here. I am here. Let's get it going, man. Uh, What a show, what a show. I'm going to be talking about evolution. It is my belief that human beings are evolving into something else, and it's a little bit creepy. What do you hear it? I'm going to have some quick tips for you today. Um, how about your house? Have you ever had a surprise at your house? I had one of mine. Um, I'll tell you all about it as we get going here. Um, how about concert tickets? Anybody got concert tickets for me? I'm looking to see a band, a hot rock and roll band, and I'm going to be asking you for tickets. Speaking of rock and roll, I believe George Michael, the singer from Wham, is dropping by to discuss something with us today. I, I don't know that it went that well last time, but let's see. Um, How about uh, your pillow? Do you have a good pillow on your bed? Hmm? Do you, little fella? Well, we're going to talk about pillows. And lastly, we're going to get into, there's a store in Wisconsin giving away free beer samples. Oh, my God. Let's get it on here on the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. You fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Sucking back on Grandpa's old cough medicine? There's an element of uncontrolled chaos. The Harland Highway. Serving everyone from presidents and kings to the scum of the earth. What a treat. Oh, wait. Was she a great big fat person? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. You need many years of therapy. Hey, Harland, it's Stephanie from Denver. Just do me. You might want to think twice before sticking your penis in there. Just do me. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. Hey man, Harlan Williams here on the Harland Highway, and I gotta do a little shout out. I need some help. Maybe someone out there can help me. I need tickets, okay? You'd think a guy like me with a hot, hot ass. Hello! Hello! <laughs> You'd think a guy like me could get tickets to any concert he wants, but I can't find these tickets anywhere, so I need some help. If anybody out there listening has got good seats, and I mean like front row back to maybe the seventh or eighth row, because I want to be up close. Anyone has tickets for the Partridge family, I got to see these. this group. I've been hearing so much about them. I hear the lead singer, this guy David Cassidy, good-looking rock and roller. His sidekick, the uh, second lead singer, is she's like a 49-year-old mother. I mean, that rocks. One of the guitar players is a little freckled-faced redhead. He looks like he's 12. So again, if anybody has tickets to the Partridge family, I I gotta get in on this. Because I like to rock, man. I like to rock hard. I like my Megadeth. I like my Iron Maiden. I like my Zeppelin. My Hendrix. But I, I, I gotta get in on this Partridge family. So if anyone out there has tickets, let me know. Cut me a solid and hook a brother up, okay? Don't be a player, be a hater. Or whatever that saying is. Here on the Harlan Highway.
Okay, and speaking of uh, music, speaking of music, I understand we have uh, on the line with us today uh, from the UK, from London, England, uh, a very famous uh, singer, songwriter. Uh, He was once in a group called Wham! And uh, he's a solo artist, and uh, I think you know him. George Michael is on the line, and um, I guess he's calling in, I guess, you know, with with the war in Afghanistan, the uh, United States uh, at war with Afghanistan for uh, who knows how long now. Uh, I guess George Michael wanted to weigh in and and thought maybe he had some solutions to the uh, problems, to the turmoil so let's, uh, Roger, can we patch him in? Okay, here we go. We got uh, George Michael from uh, the UK calling into the Harland Highway studio. Hello, uh, George Michael. Oh, hello, Harland. How are you today? Uh, we are great here in the old U.S. of A. That's lovely, isn't it? Just lovely. Uh, yes, it is. Now, George, I didn't realize you were, uh, you know, had such an interest in uh, world affairs, uh, you know, turmoil, uh, wars, politics, all that stuff. Absolutely, Harlan. If you notice, I haven't had any music on the air for a long time. And it's because I've got my head wrapped around um, 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 politics? That's what I wanted to say, Harlan. Hey, would you mind if I put a little music on while we chit-chat? Um, no, not at all. I guess in the background. Absolutely. Hang on a sec, Harlan. Let me put some music on. Okay, there we go. Oh, uh, is that, um, what I think it is? Well, what you think it is, Harlan? Um, is that you? Well, um, yeah, I guess it is then, if, if I listen. Oh, wait, let me listen. Uh, uh, yeah, that's me, that's me. That's Careless Whisper, right? Yes, it is, Harlan. Oh, what was that? I was just doing a Careless Whisper. Um, okay, um, interesting. Okay, uh, George, so... Let's cut to the chase. Uh, this whole Afghan thing. What what do you make of it? The Afghan war. Well, I think it's bloody stupid, isn't it, Harlan? Well, wh- a lot of people think it's stupid, but why specifically? Well, just the idea of like grown men, you can a whole society of people, and the Americans obsessed, Harlan, bloody obsessed with the carpets. Um, I'm sorry. What did you say? People in America, I'm talking about Minnesota, I'm talking about uh, Florida, I'm talking about Texas. People love their carpets. Okay, I'm not sure I'm drawing the connection between carpets and... Afghan carpets, Harlan. I mean, it's obvious. Afghan carpets, people in America can't get enough of them. And so if they can't get them, what they do then? They go to Afghanistan... And the, I'm sorry, what was that? I just said the name of the country. What was it? Afghanistan. Okay, it's Af- Afghanistan? That's what I said, Holland. Afghanistan. Okay, you've got to... It's just... Uh, what was the problem? No, I just... Sometimes your words, your your accent is so thick, I can't make out... What? Well, uh, yeah, 
Okay. So people, George, I think you're confusing uh, Afghan rugs with the, uh, you know, the Afghani people and the, the war and the cause. Well, I don't think I am, Holland. I mean, it's been going on for such a long time, Holland. Yeah, it has. Uh, let me say it again, Holland, and let me do it in a careless whisper. It's been going on for such a long time. Okay, creepy. Okay, don't be, uh, don't call me creepy, all right? Um, Michael Ridgely used to do that all the time. Uh, from my former bandmate from Wham, he called me creepy. Okay, well, that was creepy the way you were whispering and you're saying, such a long time, or whatever you said. Such a long time. Okay, creepy. Look, I ask you not to call me creepy. You want me to fucking put a lemon meringue pie in your face, you twat? Okay, don't get edgy with me, Michael. Uh, the name's George, and if you're going to call me creepy, I'll put a fucking lemon meringue pie right in your face, you dirty twat. Okay, you got to watch your language. We have younger listeners. Up yours. I'll put a fucking lemon meringue pie in your fucking twat. Okay, I didn't make out any of that. How about I put a lemon meringue pie in your fucking twat in the Afghan war in the United States of America? Okay. I don't think we're getting anywhere. We got a guy here, Roger, who thinks the Afghan war is over Afghan rugs. People don't have a... Well, that's what it is, Harlan, isn't it? If you can't face up to it, maybe that's what's wrong with the United States. You're all in denial, right? And maybe all the lot of you, right, all you fucking Americans in the United need a fucking lemon meringue pie right up in your face, right in your fucking gob hole, Harlan. Okay, you know what? I don't think, I think this is turning into abuse. Well, I'm sorry, but you, you phoned me. I didn't phone you. Well, no, you phoned us to talk about the Afghan war. Well, maybe I've changed from the Afghan war, and maybe I'd like to do a pastry war. What the hell are you talking about? In other words, Harlan, you stand there like a fucking African-American. Okay, we're not all African-Americans. We're Americans. Whatever, okay? American, African-American, it's all the same fucking thing. You all stand there just looking at me. Okay. And how about this? I throw a fucking lemon meringue pie right in your twat, eh? How about that, Arlen? Okay, hang up on him. Don't worry, I'm going. Fucking you and your Afghan rugs. What's going to happen when there's a shag war, eh? When you can't get enough shag carpet. Or you can't get enough carpets for your toilet. You know, the little white ones when you get out the shower. You've got a little shower carpet. What happens then? World War fucking four? Uh, we haven't even had World War Three yet. Up yours, put a lemon meringue up your twat, you pig. Uh, okay, what? What the hell is wrong with that guy, Roger? Unbelievable. George Michael's got an attitude on him, man. God, the guy phones the Afghan wars over Afghan rugs. What a dillweed. Yeah, good. He's hung up. Idiot. All right, let's get rid of that. Let's move on. I apologize for the wham guy, George Michael. Uh, we won't be having him back on the podcast anytime soon. Trust me. 
I got an email from this guy, Charles Walker. He was asking me why pillows uh, are so expensive. You know, every now and then we got to upgrade our pillows for our bed. We need new pillows. We like them big. We like them soft. And you can get a cheesy old pillow, you know, filled with foam for pretty cheap. You could probably get a pillow for like $10-11. Hello. But you want one of the fancy soft pillows with the duck feathers in it and the giraffe hair and the koala fuzz and the Bigfoot fibers. Now, you know what I'm talking about. The really fancy pillows. They're like 300 bucks, man. And yes, they are softer, and yes, they are fancier. But who wants to shell out $300 for a pillow? So I decided to go all Martha Stewart on your asses today. Well, I was uh, standing in the bathroom brushing my teeth, and I looked down into the garbage can. We all got a little garbage can in the bathroom, and there's just piles, piles of crumpled up Kleenex. So for the last six months, I've just been saving the Kleenex people using my bathroom toss into the garbage. And I just stuffed an old pillowcase, sewed up the end of it, and I'll tell you, man, it's like goose down. I have never slept better. Here, let, let me lay my head on it right now. Listen to just the... Oh, you hear that crinkling and that... Oh, my head. I, I, I See, I got to take my head off because I'm, I'm going to fall asleep. Let me do it again. Listen to this. Listen. Oh... Oh, that is soft, and I'm saving paper, stopping the global warming thing, and more than anything else, I'm sleeping better at night, and I saved a $1,000 because all my pillows are now Kleenex-filled. It's Harlan Williams. What? It is? Oh, oh, yes, it is. It is me. Sorry, I, I fell asleep on my, on my crinkly pillow there for a second. Um... And, you know, you heard me mentioning, you know, filling the pillow full of all these different animal products. And uh, it occurred to me that I'm, how do I put this? I think we are going to evolve into a different animal. And when I say evolve, I'm just speaking uh, in particular about a reptile. There's a certain reptile. And uh, hear me out, because I think by the end of this, you will have to agree. Okay? I'm sure you all know of a reptile called the chameleon. All right? I think they, they live in uh, Africa. They live in Madagascar. And uh, these things are slow-moving lizards, and they kind of put one foot in front of the other, and they walk around on tree branches, and they got a big sticky tongue, and they're looking for insects to eat. But... Where they really get me, and I think we're going down the the, uh, the chameleon road here, is their eyes. They have uh, eyes that move separately. Okay, the eye on the right side of the head could be looking up or down or sideways. And the eye on the left side of the head could be looking in a different direction. Or it could just be still while the other eye is moving around. And I'm afraid, people, 
as you walk through the city streets and down the roads of this country and around the world probably, just take a look and you will see somebody walking down the street, if not everybody, walking down the crowded street, hustling and bustling, somehow miraculously staring down at the cellular device in their hand, their iPhone or their Android or their BlackBerry or whatever, they are literally walking, moving forward, down a crowded sidewalk, across busy intersections. I've done it. You've done it. You're staring at your phone, yet somehow you're walking forward and not banging into people. And, uh, you know, every now and then you look up, but for the most part, next time you're out, just watch. Watch how long people can keep their head down and walk. Somehow their peripheral vision is keeping them from colliding with others. But, uh, you know, as we get more and more obsessed with our phones and people spend more and more time looking down at them, I think we're going to evolve chameleon eyes. Uh Uh-huh. I think we're going to evolve eyes that move separately. One's going to be looking down at your phone, reading your emails. The other one's going to be watching where you're going, walking down the street. It'll be like, oh, my God, I just got a nice text from Cindy, and there's a hot dog stand up ahead. Oh, my God, double the pleasure. <sighs> yeah, it, it's kind of creepy, man. I mean, it's really going to throw people off when they go on that first date. Hey, Carol, let me just stare into your eyes. Okay, which one? No, I'd, I'd like to stare in. Into both your eyes. They're so beautiful. Well, I, I can't do that. I mean, I, you can pick one because the other one I'm, I'm reading a novel on my Kindle. Um, okay. Uh, the right one? Okay, excellent. I mean, it's just gonna, it's getting creepy, man. But that's what we're becoming. One eye on life. One eye on a device. <laughs> Hi, this is Harland Williams with another helpful tip from me here on the Harland Highway. Ladies, thinking of getting breast implants but can't afford the surgery? Here's what you do. For a mere $6, go to Home Depot and buy three bags of miracle Grow plant soil. Spread it evenly on your mattress at about 7 inches deep. At night, lay in the plant soil on your stomach, making sure your breasts are fully exposed to the rich nutrients in the soil. I'm sure you'll be very pleased with what you see just after seven weeks of this process. Happy breasts, ladies. Just another friendly tip from me, Harland Williams, here on the Harland Highway. And th- uh, speaking of things popping, um, how about this for a popping adventure in my life? Okay, I was uh, traveling, and uh, I come home, and I'm walking up to my door. I have a door that leads to my yard, which leads up to my house. And from under the door, as I approach, I see, like, pretty much a small creek running from under my door. I'm thinking, ooh, I better get my fishing rod. I bet there's some little speckled trout in this here river. And then I went, wait a minute, there ain't supposed to be no river coming out from under my door to my house. 
I'm like, oh, God. So I open the door, and la! I don't know if uh, many of you have been to Old Faithful before. You know, that giant uh, geyser that shoots up in the sky? Have you been to that thing at uh, Yellowstone Park? Every, like, hour and a half, this thing just, there she blows, and it blows up. And I've been to the thing. It's pretty cool. But here's what happened. I walk into my yard, and remember, this is just after getting off a plane and flying, and I'm coming home. So I don't know how long this has been going on. There's a 30-foot spout of water spraying up into the air right there in my yard, right beside my, the wall of my house. And right away, I'm like, oh, my God, I got to get my camera. It's Old Faithful. Oh, my God, it's Old Yeller. Well, no, it's not Old Yeller. If it was Old Yeller, that would be a uh, golden retriever floating up in my yard 30 feet in the air. That's that's not going to happen yet. But... um. This water is just shooting out of the ground violently. It's just like, it's like Niagara Falls, but going upwards. I'm like, great. Just got home from a business trip. I got half an hour to uh, get my affairs in order. And then I got to whisk off to a meeting. And somewhere in between, I got to figure out a way to uh, stop like the, uh, you know, the flaming oil wells in the fields of Iraq in my backyard, right? So first of all, I go, okay, now what's the, what, let's assess the situation. What could this be? So obviously, it's water. It's coming from under the ground. It's next to my house. A water pipe has broken. Okay, easy. I'm smart so far. Um, and then I go, okay, well, what do I need to do to stop the uh, flow of the water? I have to turn the water off. So I go to the, uh, water taps that, uh, service my yard and my house. There's two separate valves. So I turn those, squeak, 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 get them closed. Water's still shooting up. I'm expecting tourists to start standing around, you know, Japanese tourists with their video cameras and, American tourists and people from all over the world coming to see Old Faithful in my backyard. And I'm like, okay, the inside, uh, turning off the inside tap was probably stupid. Okay, I'm standing outside. Why would I need to turn off the inside water? Dumb. I'm like, okay, but why isn't the outside water? And then I realize, okay, the outside uh, water is not going off because this pipe is going from my driveway up to the house. So, therefore, I have to turn the main water line off. So, now I go trucking down to the driveway and uh, I pull the grate up out of the driveway, one of those big metal grates. There's the lever. There it goes. I stopped it. Old Yeller stops. Or not old yellow, old faithful stops, right? So I call a, a guy that I know that does, uh, you know, some uh, general handyman work. And he comes running up the next day, digs it up. You know, I guess we got to do an autopsy on the pipe. Digs it up. And uh, it was quite an incredible sight. It, it, it tells you about the force of nature. Okay, this is an old copper pipe, pretty thick. And I don't know if you've ever uh, grabbed hold of a copper pipe, but it's not like a Coke can 
or, uh, you know, aluminum or anything. Like, you cannot bend this stuff. You cannot just grab a copper pipe in your hands and bend it. It is solid. I mean, those things last forever. So what happened is the pipe was growing underground, and over the years, underneath the pipe, a tree root from the tree that was not more than about two and a half feet from the pipe, the broken pipe, a tree root slowly but surely just started growing up, up, up underneath the pipe until it couldn't take the pressure anymore. And there it goes. And, uh, you know, even though it was annoying, it was kind of neat to see, man. And then that pipe was just... Once they cut it out and handed it to me, you could see the bend in it. You could see the split in it. And it must have been a really slow process because think how slow a tree root must grow, man. And it just slowly, slowly, it was just one of these decades. I'm going to break that pipe. Oh, if we start now in 1703, I think by, you know, the mid-2000s, I could snap that copper pipe. And the tree must have been in ecstasy. I mean, it, it, it won. It finally did it, right? It popped the pipe. Uh, but an interesting process, and uh, that was it. That was my exciting story. Maybe not exciting to you, but it's never fun when you come home from a journey and something is amiss, something is broken, something is going berserk at your house. And you go into scramble mode, and lucky I was able to get a guy. It's all fixed now. No, I'm not going to drown. No, I'm not going canoeing. No, I'm not going fishing. No, there are no tourists in my yard. Everything's just back to normal. Well, as normal as things could be right here on the Harlan Highway. Um, so there you go. That's my outdoor adventure. And uh, maybe you have one, too. 888-500-2090. Have you had a surprise in your home when you've come home? Call us and tell about tell us about it. 888-500-2090. Attention shoppers, we have Heineken in aisle three. Heineken in aisle three. We've got Bud Light in aisle five. We've got Corona in frozen vegetables. And we have Moosehead in the meat section. Grocery stores in Wisconsin are now allowing free beer samples. You want to see the ratio change from housewives and wives and mothers doing the weekly shopping and watch it jump up about 300% to now the men want to do the shopping? Oh, honey, let me go do the shopping this week. Come on, let me go. What do you need? Give me the shopping. There's butter and uh, broccoli and cereal and baby food. Yeah, I can get it. Let me go. No, I want to go. You sit down, relax, watch TV. No, I want to go. And all the dudes go off to the grocery store. And every aisle they go up and down. They're getting drunker and drunker. By the time they get to the checkout. Good afternoon, sir. Hey, how's it going, baby? Uh, honk. Would you like paper or plastic? Uh, give me paper. I need something to hide my booze in. Uh, uh, uh. 
You know how many shopping cart accidents we'll have in the grocery store? You know you're going to walk past, like, the cold-cut bin, and some guy's going to be sleeping in there, cooling off, handing out booze at the grocery store. What's next? You know guys are going to just fill the shopping cart, walk up to the old checkout, hammered after they've drank about 39 glasses of frosty stuff. You know they'll get up there and go, oh, whoops, you know what? I forgot my uh, credit card and my wallet. So uh, you know what? Uh, I'll just come back, uh, what, in a couple hours and I'll shop all over again. You're still going to have the free beer out, right? I don't know, Wisconsin. You better go back to making cheese, man. You're going to get a lot of people churned if you don't. Harland Williams. Ah, <laughs> yes. Oh. Would be fun. Would be fun. Um, and speaking of fun, don't forget you can catch me live, and there actually is drinking uh, in the showroom. You can have a beer and watch me live. It'll be like shopping for Harland uh, in Seattle, Washington at the parlor. Uh, check it out um, and uh, go to uh, harlandwilliams.com to get all the dates. And uh, go to the website, uh, the parlor in uh, Seattle, Washington, coming up, and I will be there live. Don't forget to check out harlowwilliams.com for our uh, our uh, store, our online shopping center for fun gifts that make you laugh. And uh, don't forget, you can write me at harlowwilliams.com if you have something to say. Might make it into the listener mailbag segment, which is coming up soon. Um, and you can always call me at 888-500-2090. Also, don't forget to check out the little animation project on the YouTube page. Uh, the address is youtube.com backslash cap cartoon, youtube.com backslash cap cartoon. The cartoon is called the cock, the ass and the pussy, and it is about a rooster a donkey, and a cat. Get it? The cat, cock, the ass, and the pussy. There you go. I must have been drinking. I'm mixing up my words now. But uh, you're not mixed up. You were uh, you, you See, I can't talk. You're not mixed up. You were at the right place. You were on the Harland Highway. We're at the end of the show, though, so we'll have to catch you next time. I better get the grocery store, man, and chill out. I'll pick up a whole bunch of free beer and probably... Yeah, you guessed it, a big bowl of chicken chow mein, baby. And how about this? I throw a fucking lemon meringue pie right in your twat, eh? How about that, Arlen?